Hi everyone, welcome. This is Light and Life. And if you only were a big day, to the glory of God, Light and Life is a platform where you will have the summary of the Nigeria Baptist Sunday School lessons ahead of Sunday. I'm welcoming us to the month of February where God will be leading us through His Word again to learn from His feet. Throughout the month of February, we will be taking a focus on justice and adversity. And for Sunday, the first Sunday we'll be having for the month of February, our lesson is Nathan condemns David. Nathan condemns David. I beg your pardon. That is taken from the book of 2 Samuel chapter 12. But our study will be from chapter uh, verse 1 to 9 and a continuation from 13 to 15 quickly to our golden text then Nathan said to David you are the man second Samuel chapter 12 verses 7 hey let us pray the everlasting father we are grateful for your love we appreciate you greatly because you are everything to us Thank you because your grace has been released on us that we can hear from you and we can understand your mind. We pray this day, Lord, that you will speak to us and you will help us to live again in accordance to your word. We receive help from you always in Jesus' name. Amen. Our lesson is in two parts. But before we proceed, I'd love to make us have this background understanding, the introduction that is coming to us is a concern for us to know that the lesson is basically to expose us to the hypocritical lifestyle that is common most especially with people in authority and when we say people in authority i am not only trying to make reference to people in government people in one capacity or the other having this uh this uh, let me say privilege to rule to be in charge you know to coordinate and to administer you know some responsibility as it is or as it may be and that is just why where we are looking on to today but these same people one thing that is very common or which can easily befall them in heart is the fact that for the position they carry, they are quick at condemning, punishing, and, you know, reacting to whatever might be done wrongly. But most times, this set of people are found guilty, guilty of committing the same thing that they rebuke people on, or they rebuke people for, found guilty of the same heart and conduct. And should this be made to continue, or is this how it's supposed to be? This is why our lesson is coming today to awake us generally and most especially Christian for us to understand that the Lord expects of everyone a right deed. And that is why our topic, as it is also throughout this month of February, will continue to expose our eyes to justice that is expected of us to put in place. And when there are adverse way, you know, when we go contrary, how is the Lord in reaction to things like this? This is what we'll be taking all through uh, today as our lesson takes a focus on a particular man, a common man in the Bible, whom the Lord loves so dearly, and that is David. Uh, the first part of the lesson says, Nathan confronts David. Nathan confronts David. Read Second Samuel chapter 12, verses 1 to 6. From chapter 11, something was raised to us, a, con, uh, 
uh, uh, the deeds of David to how he was uh, he got a, a, an inordinate desire which he could not demonstrate self-control over seeing the wife of Bathsheba bathing and uh, sorry see the wife of Uriah I'm sorry Bathsheba bathing and he desired to pursue what he had seen and after it all he slept with the wife he slept with Bathsheba only for him to be looking for a way to cover up his sin when he discovered that this woman is already pregnant and the husband who was away in 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 in, in, in battle who was away for for war was sent for by david and all his effort to make this man to sleep with his wife was abortive and because of that david came up came up with those people at war to ensure that Uriah was killed in the battle to cover his sin, to cover what he has done and not been exposed as a king for picking on to just one thing that belongs to a man. And that is just how David found himself in this same chapter 12 to be confronted by Nathan. And now, what has Nathan come to do? Nathan as, Nathan as a prophet came to make clear to David his ways and his deeds, but how did he do it? And this become a warning and a concern to us all as Christians, that even while we find ourselves or when we're able to see injustice being perpetrated around us, and we want to make, you want to rewrite the wrong or you want to make right things or you want to give caution to people, it requires that we go by the wisdom and guidance of the Holy Spirit. God is, is the only one who can help us in such a way that even while something has been wrong, we can know how best to approach it that the real thing that is needed to be corrected can be rightly seen and corrected and Nathan came by the wisdom of God and he encountered uh, sorry he engaged in discussion with David and in his discussion he was able to make reference and as illustration to two people two men in a town one a rich one one a rich man the other a poor man the rich man has livestock meaning he has many sheep and the other has just a young lamb and in all of this this young lamb becomes a greater desire for this poor man he loves it though so dearly but when the rich man has visitor and guests to attend to he chooses not to take from his own sheep you know the, the number of as many livestock that he has he chose not to take from them and he decided to go for this just one you that this man this poor man has and the question even while Dave, Nathan has not asked David for a reaction to it David responded immediately and says that for that man who has done that he will be killed he made it clear that for he has done what he's supposed not to do. And he says, as surely as the Lord lives, the man who did that deserves to be to die. And he will pay for his offense four times. And he was quick to say this in reference to his knowledge about Moses' law regarding taking what does not belong to you, especially when you rob the poor. And this also comes to you and I as a concern. And we also find in the same situation, just as it was easy for David to pronounce judgment. And we also doing the same. 
that when we see that things are not rightly done, we are quick at reacting, we are quick at judging, we are quick at declaring whatever it is to be as a consequences for uh, as punishment for consequences of sin. We are quick. But the question is, are we not also guilty of one offense or the other, or maybe similar offense? And so unfortunate as it was, David was the main person in concern, and Nathan responded and said, the man is you. The question also is, hope some sin, some atrocity has been mentioned in our nation today, or we mentioned in our community, even within your household, hope you are not the man causing it. Making it to happen. The Lord will help us in Jesus' name. This is calling on us all to check ourselves to be sure that we are at the right stand of deeds. And whatever it is that we are not doing rightly, we should begin from today. We should stop it to ensure that we will not also be found guilty of what is easy for us to judge other on. I pray the Lord will grant us this grace in Jesus' name. So one thing that is very important for us to know is that this passage is giving us pictures of how leaders could easily identify fault of others. Then, pass judgment without first examining their lives to see if they are free from the same wickedness or whatever it is the offense and this is very very important and one thing that we must also be able to know is that our god is a just god and a god that nothing is hidden from his sight everything is cleared before the, the eyes of the lord while david was doing what he did he might have thought it right that okay it's just a matter between him and Bathsheba. The wife alone, not knowing that God who sees all has already know it all. And God sending prophet Nathan now is a proof. Our sin is not hidden from God. We can only hide it from men. We cannot hide it from God. And if this understanding comes to you and I, it will be easy for us to understand that God will always reach out, even to point to us our sin. And it doesn't allow sinners to go caught free. And this is very, very important for us to know that whether we are leaders, or follower or we are rich or poor we must lead by example and we must exemplify what is right and not be found guilty i pray this grace be released unto us in jesus name amen to the second part of our lesson david's condemnation and repentance that is taken from second samuel chapter 12 verses 7 to 9 and a continuation from 13 to 15 and uh, nathan came its response and his response was simple after David uttered the fact after he uttered also to David that you are the man. The response was a reminder of everything God has been to David. He was able to put it before David and made David to realize to understand that why then does he have to continue even in sin or still do all of this? God had made David king over his tribe. So what is it that a king will want or want to will desire and won't be able to? And if God has been so kind to him, then why is he also, why is he demonstrating or why has he demonstrated? That's what I should say. Why has he demonstrated wickedness unto another? Delivering him from the hand of Saul who attempted to kill him, God has been so faithful unto David, giving his master's house to him, including 
all the wife that Saul has uh, was given, giving him also the house of Israel and Judah. This is a reflection that David was a man with absolute control and access to things, but he failed in all of this. And while Nathan responded to all of this, what then was the action of David? And this is a similar thing that comes to us both, even to understand today. And we see here that as God was displeased for David's misbehavior, David himself was able to realize what he did. He, 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 he was remorseful. And in his remorsefulness, he was humble with it. And he confessed his sin. He said, I have sinned against the Lord. That is in verse 13. And this is also to you and I. When our sin has come so clear before us, are we remorseful? And are we acting with confession immediately, pleading for forgiveness? This is what we should do. We must not continue in covering our sin or to act with, you know, defensive lifestyle or deeds. Because most times this is what people do. We want to still justify reasons for our actions. This David didn't do. And we must learn from the life of David. And as a concern for you and I. Every act of our sin comes with consequences. Even as merciful as God is, He will never go without punishing people's sin. He can only be merciful in doing that. And this is what we see with David. God punishes, pun- render His punishment for him, making it clear that sword will not depart from his house, although he will not die. And at the same time, we see that that son was, uh, was made to die. And this is clear to you and I, to know that God is not a God to joke with, but we must always come before him in repentance and we will receive mercy always in Jesus' name. We've come to the end of our lesson. I'm wishing us all a glorious service ahead of Sunday. But before we go, I want us to take note of all this as our take home. Don't be quick to judge others. Ensure that you are free from the same sin you are condemning people for. Our sins and ways are not hidden from God. God rewards everyone in his deeds, and there is consequences for sin. Asking for forgiveness and being repentant of our sin will save us from death, I mean from destruction. The Lord help us in Jesus' name. It is well with us all. The Lord will walk upon our heart to do well and to do right in obedience and submission to his will always and will not gratify the desires of the flesh in Jesus' name. Amen. Bye, everyone.